from the Far East to the Great West. The podcast that celebrates the red-headed stepchild of the Kung Fu genre. Bruce Broitation. Welcome to the Clones Cast. Here are your hosts, Michael and Matthew. Welcome to the Clones Cast. <laughs> How's it going, Michael? <laughs> it's good, man. How you doing? Good. Buddy? Now that I'm not talking to you every two weeks, this we're doing these uh, a month apiece. I miss you so much. In I know. It's like, yeah, it's like a catching up with an old buddy. It is. It is. Uh, well, hopefully that means I'm going to do all sorts of mind blowing things in between and not just watch a bunch of garbage television. That's yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> Nourish I'm, the brain I'm, a little bit. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. So this, we're about to do Bruce and the Shaolin Kung Fu, which when you first told me the name, I think you told me this one two ago, I was like, that one sure doesn't sound good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does have an interesting vibe to it, doesn't it? Yeah. The name is just like they're trying to shove too much into it. So I was like, oh, this one's going to be a stinker. I like a straight up Tower of Death, you know? <laughs> Right, right, yeah, something a little more direct into the throat. Well, actually, the uh, the uh, one of the uh, release titles for this, I think, in Korea was Fist of Fury Part Two, so that probably would have made a better sale. For and you. you know, if you think about where we're going to come to in the end, right? Yeah. Cause, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so this was in 1977, I believe. Um, yeah. And it says written by Joseph um, Joseph Hong, but then directed by James Nan, who was the Korean lead in this, right? He's the right, the master Poe, yeah, the yeah. the yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's one of the uh, a couple films that he directed. He did one that he back in seventy four, seventy five that he he starred in, but he does a really good job actually. I am <laughs> I mean, so surprised. Yeah, he actually, and you know, I I sometimes like usually when I watch a director and I kind of want to see if like it's a one off or maybe watch some of their other work to see if it's oh somebody else was directing that but he's pretty he was pretty consistent in this couple of films so yeah he had um, a lot of action se- action sequences which is which was fun because he really added you could see the styles and you could see all the complexity and it was fun yeah and he and the thing about him is is that James Nan you know who who started you know, like a lot of Korean actors came over, I should say a lot, but there was a fair amount that came over in the 60s and 70s to, to Shaw Brothers and to work in the Kung Fu films. And he was one of those guys, but he was interested in photography. So I think there's a reason why, especially if you watch the, you know, the anamorphic transfer of this film, you know, you can really see the compositions in this are much better than norm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I may have other <clears throat> films that I have like nostalgic favorites of Bruce Lee that he's done, like, you know, Bruce's Deadly Fingers, which is a terrible movie in some regards, but I really... So <laughs> much one fun. Of the first I saw. Yeah. yeah. But this film actually is pretty well done. I mean, as a Bruce Lee film, you know, kind of a traditional kung fu movie, it's, it's from a cinematic perspective, it's actually better than most. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed that he's also in Enter the Game of Death. Um, I remember the red level, so yeah, that was him. But then I noticed he's in Enter the Game of Shaolin Bronzeman. Because isn't there a Bruce and the Shaolin Bronzeman? Yeah, yeah. and that's... It's, he's actually... I think he's fought every single one of our, our three top guys, our three clones, you know. <laughs> I mean, he was he was in Bruce Lee and I also, the the one with... We haven't done yet with Danny Lee and Betty Ting Pei. Okay. And, is, um, is so that he's, the, he's been around. Is that the rainbow one? Unicorn. Unicorn. No, uh, no, no. The Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's the same title. Though. Good, good. You're getting good. Okay. The, Bruce Lee and I was the title that Unicorn Fist got, but Bruce Lee and I, 
Bruce Lee and I was a Shaw Brothers film that was also known as Bruce Lee's Last Days and Last Nights, and it's where Betty Ting Pei came in and played herself, and then Danny Lee. From, no kidding. Yeah, plays uh, Bruce. So it's a good one. We'll get to it. We'll definitely do it, though. It's a little bit fun one to watch. Oh, cool. Well, this one um, started out with the Japanese planning to bring down all the Kung Fu schools, which was a familiar thing. I was kind of glad to be back. I feel like we've been on a long binge of it's Chinese versus Chinese, and now we've really got, like, we got even had the Nazi mustache, like, in the old days to really hit home how bad the Japanese are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we start out him with the master. Uh, this guy must have been somebody. Important. Well, we, we, I mean, and remember, we start, which I think is kind of interesting. The only reason I'm, I'm stopping you Please. is we, we start off on that in the uh, Japanese. Well, you get the first that opening credit sequence. It's just the version you saw with the Super Dragon song, which is the greatest song ever. Yes. The one I, yeah, I love, I love the way this starts off with clips from the movie played against the, uh, the music. But we go into this, you know, the Japanese uh, headquarters where you meet the general and his men and, and it's it's a it's kind of interesting because from a, from that sort of cold, very uh, if you look at all the lines that are in the film, they're very um, very uh, vertical. And then when we pop away from that, we go to the scene you're about to talk about, which is out we're out in this big expansive horizontal deep focus you know mountains where we meet our our hero, and it's kind of a neat contrast between our villains and our heroes suddenly, and just in terms of the um, the visuals. Totally, yeah, and we keep getting back to that this very flat like here are the Japanese and this is what's, you know, and then we're suddenly the Shaolin temple in the forest. Um, I read somewhere that this was all filmed or at least 90% of it was filmed in Korea. Yeah. It's a, it's a definite Korea co-production. I think the whole thing was probably shot in Korea. Okay. And then, uh, I wanted to ask the copy I watched was on, um, Amazon prime, which was the mm-hmm. same copy that was the, um, the Wu-Tang version that you can get on YouTube. But it has all these um, scenes where it suddenly cuts from widescreen to, yeah. To the four by three, yeah, yeah the standard, uh, the one three three aspect ratio. Yeah, that's because they're they're trying to pull in some of the, um, sh- there are, you know, this, it was a case of a patch job to try to make the film more complete. If you watch a lot of those four by three shots that it goes to, the, the widescreen stuff, I think, was from a European version, so because that's why mm-hmm. it was in widescreen. Like, somebody made that copy, but they had cut out some of the more violent aspects of where oh, the fingers were. Oh, I was going to say, what I mean? those were some important scenes. Yeah, and that's what, I, that's, it was a censorship. So somebody got a hold of that widescreen version, stuck the 4x3 version, the, the, the clips that were missing back in, just so you could get a chance to see them because they weren't in the widescreen. This is actually, on that note... This is one film that I've been really dying to track down because if I on 35 millimeter because then we can you know try and get a a widescreen throughout you know because I, again I think it's like one of the prettier looking Bruce Bluetation films. Yeah, no, it's actually yeah. gorgeous. The scenes that um, that are original widescreen, often I'm just like, God, that looks good. Like, it looks like something that could be really pretty modern. Yeah, I mean, if you watch, just, I mean, we'll talk about him as we go, but there's, you know, like even at the very end when he's fighting the two guys, at the very end he'll have these interesting compositions where Bruce Lee is centered, dead center in yeah. the frame and the, each white-haired master is on the left and the right and, and he's he posed and it's like almost like a, a photograph, you know, it's right. great. Yeah, they you did know? a lot of the stacking of the warriors too, you know, them in a row, then they're going to do something cool and yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that said, what was the other thing about the filming? Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. We'll get we'll get into it. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll jump in. Yeah, your yeah, head. yeah. So he's 
I didn't realize how cold it was until the end of the film, as I started seeing their breath everywhere. And at the yeah, snow which scene. is Korea, right there. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. In fact, just a note on that: if you notice the training scenes in the beginning, where he's with Chan Singh and he's he's learning from his master, and then later when he's in Korea, so it's, it's actually like the same place. <laughs> <laughs> didn't notice it's just the that. exact same location. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it just looks so nice. You're like, let's shoot here. Again. Let's keep shooting here. Listen, they won't notice. There's just so yeah. many beautiful places in the world. Oh, well, all right, well, right away, we're getting into the finger book because he's training with these dummies, and they're like paper mache with all these dots all over them, so you know it's kind of a pressure point thing, which is the classic. Yeah, and this was, those clips were in the version you saw of Bruce's deadly fingers. They stuck them in there. No kidding. Yeah, it's really like, quick. They just take a couple bits from this and, and pop them in one of the later versions. Yeah. Nice. Um, so what year did deadly fingers come out? That was technically the year before this, but you know what happens is you get these. I mean, today what what survives many times is not the original release version, right. but you know you get you get ones that have had added stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, that was cool. Um, uh, the dummies. Uh, I, what I, one thing I really liked about that whole thing is we're setting up that Bruce is sort of pathetic in the beginning. You know, his his master is so much better than him, and he's kind of mocking him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. No, and it, and it is for this reason because you know, the, if you think about it, there's ways that Bruce Lee gets interpreted in these films. And, you know, it's Bruce Lee the superstar, Bruce Lee the the martial arts legend. Then there's this idea of Bruce Lee the student. Which, if yeah. you think about Bruce Lee's movies, he never was a student in any of his own films. If you watch him, he always came in the fierce guy and he walked out the same fierce guy. It was like he was already a complete martial artist. The only the only example of this that you can kind of uh, take in that, that, that vein is in Way of the Dragon when he's fighting Chuck Norris and he's not really winning, so he has to sort of adapt. Yeah. But that's less about him learning something and rather just using his own knowledge at that moment to, to switch up and, and fight with with Chuck Norris. But then um, you think about films like uh, Bruce Lee's Deadly Kung Fu where mm-hmm. he you know has, is getting beat up and he goes off and and discovers you know his what his you know he's playing with the water with the stick and he goes i got it and he goes off and he starts training but in in many of these films usually the the person that teaches him is either himself like he he as a as a self-made martial Mm -hmm. artist comes up with some great idea or it's an older you know venerable chinese master like in bruce lee the invincible which we haven't done yet where you get um we same same actor we're seeing in this film chan singh but in a case like this, what's interesting is that one of his masters is actually Korean later that, you know, we're going to meet, which is kind of interesting because it, it, it sort of goes along with this idea of opening up to other cultures and, and, and traditions. And even when we get to that, that point, there's a line of dialogue where he says something to the effect of, you know, you know, you, may, you should learn Taekwondo. Your Chinese Kung Fu is much better, but why don't you learn some Taekwondo? Yeah, <laughs> you'll be unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, I thought about that, too, and I thought about how real Bruce Lee was open to all sorts of different styles. In fact, the Bruce Lee thing, I, I remember hearing about how much uh, Bruce liked uh, Muhammad Ali, and mm-hmm. I was just thought, like, really? Like, I always thought boxing was sort of weak, but it wasn't until I'd taken martial arts that most, <laughs> most martial arts... Uh, Teachers are like, well, you should probably take a boxing class, too, if you actually want to truly kick some ass. Like, it's a mixture of things. And I think Bruce always kind of went that down that road of, like, if I'm not mixing my styles, I mean, I mean, that's what Gundo is, right? It's just like, well, it's it's whatever the hell you want if it works. 
It was, yeah, it was a, philo- well, in a sense, I mean, that's kind of a loose, you're right, though. I mean, there was a philosophy with it where not being bound by a particular system was, you know, and then you got to yes. remember, he was in the 60s. This was like the height of, you know, Krishnamurti and Alan Watts and all these people that he, he, he followed that was all about breaking the boundaries and taking away the barriers and, and opening up. So that's kind of where it, it came out. I mean, it, it truly is Jeet Kune Do was this product, this 60s way of thinking from America. And, um, you know, so he, his his ideas of, of the boxing, what you were mentioning, you got to keep in mind, too, This in the 60s, in the late 60s and even early 70s, a lot of the karate guys in the martial arts and kung fu at that time, they're, 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 were very more form based. You know, there wasn't like competition where these, you know, in these movies it's portrayed differently. You know, guys are going out and beating the crap out of each other. Right. It did exist, but their punching wasn't up to the scientific standards and practice that boxing was, for instance, for the most part, you know, and that's where Bruce, why he was pulling from boxing. These guys would go in the ring in front on TV and just, you know, they'd have to know how to punch. Right. All right. I'll put you on the spot. Uh, It's the classic question. Who would win? Muhammad Ali, Bruce Lee. Well, Bruce Lee answered it. (laughs) Right. He did. He said he'd kill me. Yeah. Right. And that, you know, maybe that was him being, humble but yeah. you know he probably i think what he was saying was he was you know first off he's a much bigger guy and if he i think if bruce lee was saying if i fought him in a boxing ring he probably you know <laughs> it's probably what would happen but bruce bruce wouldn't have i think he would have loved the challenge yeah but seriously getting uh just one punch in the head by muhammad ali would you know take the average person down yeah especially when he's that you know i mean lee was what five six and about 130 something pounds and speaking <laughs> of bruce lee this whole time i'm watching this movie i'm like He's just a little guy. He's super yeah. tiny. I just, yeah, I couldn't quite figure it out. No, that's hilarious. Ma! I'm back home. Oh, Captain. My son, so you've come back. I missed you terribly. I was talking with one of the neighbors on my way here. She said you've been ill. I'm much better now, thanks. Son, you must tell me about your stay in the country with the Kung Fu teacher. Have you learned a lot? Are you now ready to fight? Was it a very hard time? Wasn't too bad. I heard that my brother had been murdered by the Japanese. Too bad. I'll have to settle it. Watch those Japanese. They've closed down all the fighting gyms in Shanghai. My son, you must be very careful. <sighs> All right, well, um, so he gets back to town. Um, he, I don't think he knows his brother's dead yet. Or No, he did find out. So he gets back, he talks to his mom. His mom gives this gentle speech about just look out for the bad Japanese. They're going to get you. The moment he leaves, there's a big fight in the graveyard. Right, and here's where, and you're right, and this is just to we point out, this is where we realize, oh, we're, this is a sequel to Fists of Fury. Right. His brother is Bruce Lee, and, you know, even the the school he goes into when he, he comes in and sees it all, you know, the, that beat-up uh, instructor, and he starts talking to him, we realize it looks dead-on, you know, low ways, uh, you know, Ching Wu school. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt, I felt the connection there, too. Um, yeah. Uh, then we get into some uh, Bokan fighting, which I thought was cool. I really enjoyed doing that myself, and it, it was just fun to watch. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I like I like that we're not just doing styles that I totally can't recognize of two, uh, well, either 
Hong Kong guys or Chinese guys just kicking the shit out of each other. I'm just like, mm, I'm sure that has a style. I'm sure Michael could tell me what it is, but I'm like, no clue. Right, and you, you're they're distinguishing, especially for those that would know and understand the difference between the Japanese system yeah, and the Chinese, absolutely. you know, very very clearly, you know. So it's not they're not they're they're on top of it here. All right. Well, so one of the guys loses to Bruce, um, and uh, I said he beats the shit out of the guy. Oh yeah, it's the the director, of course. He uh, no no, it was actually uh, sorry, I, my notes get a little mixed up there. This is when uh, the guy comes back to the dojo. And he's like, "Yeah, I got my ass kicked." He's got this big bruise on his bruise on his face. The son of the general, you're talking about? Is that him? Then yeah, okay. Because then yeah, they all take their turns punching him in the face. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're talking right. You know, no, he's the one that's ordering the being punched right. in the face. Yeah, they, yeah. I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that guy gets back. He gets beaten uh, half to death. Um, okay, I have a note here. Um, sorry, it's been a week, but I wrote down sexy time challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. What, what was this? They, they drop right into that love scene oh, that kind of just pops out of nowhere, okay. you know, which, which again, is an interesting point about this movie because a lot of these films, traditionally, you would have your bad guys, you know, in this case, the Japanese, and they're just sort of, you know, walking around with the Hitler mustaches and, <laughs> and doing their deal. But here we're kind of getting into this guy, and he's got a love, you know, and he's at home yeah. making love with her. And who shows up to ruin this right. love scene but Bruce Lay, you know? Which this is, was his, this usually was his it's son. the opposite. Right. Yeah, and he's, and he's kind of like, listen, I'm going to let you get out of bed, and we're going to go fight, which is kind of, I mean, this is where this film starts to deviate, I think, from the standard and traditions of, of what we see on screen. Mm. That's why I think it sticks out a little bit. Well, and considering what happens later, it's really like um, we're showing the Chinese are the honorable ones. And the mm-hmm. Japanese aren't right, so he's like, "I could cut your head off right now." Right, and and let's fight. <laughs> yeah, and think, and you think about it because as, as we jump ahead a few minutes, you know, he he fights, he has this nice fight with with the with the son, where he, yeah. he beats him in a freeze frame that's usually traditionally at the end of these movies, <laughs> and then hangs him up in a tree, which goes back, harkens back to Fists of Fury because Bruce Lee was yeah. hanging people from telephone poles. But then we have this moment where the father is just you know, irate with his son and beats the crap out of him. So again, we show, at least initially we show, that the Japanese or their 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 honor, their whatever, their distorted honor gets in the way of their family, you know, their family connections, where the Chinese are very loving to everybody in their family. These Japanese are really hardcore with their kids, you know. Yeah. But again, especially once you start go into the, the sequel of this, there's actually a repercussion to that that affects the general. So, I, I mean, it's not 100% really that coldly different. I can slit your throat if I want. But according to the Kung Fu moral code, we only kill when necessary. Anyway, what good would it do? Because if I did cut your throat, thousands more Japs would come. Instead, I'll challenge you to a fight. You do take part in unarmed combat, don't you? Right. I like that the general's back. That's going to be great. <laughs> yes, he's back. All right, so our man, uh, he's like, you're right, Dad. I don't, I'm not your son anymore because I dishonored myself. So, um, you know, the guys try to stop him from doing Harakiri, and he slashes at one of them and says, would you really stop me? And then he just, it was a very dramatic, like, <laughs> you know, they just watched a Japanese movie. They're like, that's cool. Let's do this. But, yeah. There it was. He killed himself right out there in the big flat area that we keep seeing with all the soldiers yeah. marching around dressed up. Yeah. yeah, so so far so good. We're, I'm just I'm cruising along in this movie. I'm having fun. Um, we go back to the mountains and uh, out of the blue, his master's like, Bruce, 
I just need you to get out of here. Like, these guys are terrible. Go to Korea and meet my homie. <laughs> meet my homie. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just struck me as strange. It's like, okay, he's going to run away. But I get now that it's about, of course, what you already brought up, that he's going to be asked to learn an alternate style. So it isn't just Kung Fu versus Karate. It's going to be Kung Fu versus Karate versus Taekwondo. Yeah, or, or you know, Taekwondo is sort of the middle ground, you know, that's sort of fusing it. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The foot fist way, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Foot fist way. Um, okay, so yeah. So then we get to this uh, Bruce Leaves. Um, it's now his master versus everyone. And he's doing a pretty good job. He's kicking a lot of ass until, of course, somebody, those Japanese, they pulled out a blade, sliced him on the leg. Yep. Yeah. You're talking about the the master. Yeah. When, when he gets caught. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which... One of the things, and we, we can, if you noticed about this, is there's some very inventive fight scenes. Like James, James Nan and the choreographer oh, was, yeah. you know, at the the fight choreographer. They weren't, you know, they um, they weren't um, were trying to like go out on simple, <laughs> you know, a back fist and you're done. I mean, bolos flipping them up, hand, you know, holding them up with a finger or picking them up with a pole. Or I mean, so there's just good. some crazy. <laughs> stuff that actually kind of well I mean it doesn't work in it being realistic but it doesn't read as fake as it sometimes does it was entertaining it's, it's dramatic and it's funny but yeah it's good it's yeah you know well like done. we've seen Bolo used so many different ways and I, I'm kind of sick of slow big Bolo I like he's sort of an elephant of a man in this he just keeps oh, like doing these super power moves and he keeps doing the gorilla thing that we made and he's the gorilla yeah he's back to his gorilla yeah. style in this one yeah, yeah. We saw in the, he, which actually is interesting because the um, the choreographer on this film, the the, the action director, also did uh, the dragon the hero. Oh, well, then it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah, so he he must you know like that uh, like that element. Bolo's like, I'm older now. No more hair on nipples. <laughs> He's like, okay. yeah, that's show. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's right. <laughs> we'll let you off this time. No hair on your nipples. Yeah, no, I agree <laughs> with you. Like, um, I feel like the whoever does this in a film, the guy that has all the special things, he just brought them all out. He's like, I'm gonna do a freeze frame here. I'm going to do like a point of view shot with somebody stuck on the pole and they fly up in the tree. Yeah, he just had them all down. He was like probably storyboarded it to show which effects he was going to use in each place. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. And if you watch <clears throat> The Dragon, the hero, there's a lot of those elements too with the mad dog and Bolo. Heck yeah. And the, the, so, I mean, he's definitely, he He also. Um, that movie's my jam. Oh, yeah, it's the best. Um, his name's uh, Tang, what's it? Tang Tok, Tang Tok Chang Chong, I think. Anyway, he also did uh, Shaolin Abbott, which with with David Chang, it was the Shaw Brothers. So he's he's actually uh, this was one of his early. I think this was this might have been his first film actually. Yeah. But anyways, so fights. Yeah, they're creative. There's one thing is they're not uh, redundant and boring. They're pretty creative in this. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So let's go on because um, we're gonna get to uh, yeah. So Master, that was a pretty good fight. It lasted a while, and they kind of showed they had to cheat to truly beat him. Um, or I felt yeah. like that's what it was, but. Whatever. Right. Yeah. You to overcome them, you had to sort of pair up three guys against one. Yeah. And the, you know the guy and the other guy pulled the um, what's his name Bruce Bong who plays the Korean that that ended up uh, he was we saw him in um, Bruce versus Jackie, and he was also in Dynamo. But he's the one that stabs him when he's like standing next to him. Oh, I'll help you, and then he stabs him. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, all right. So we get to uh, Bruce arrives in Korea. Yeah. Uh, he meets the new master, uh, and he also meets his oh, he's daughter. the director, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Korean master and the Korean daughter, who's also going to be mm-hmm. a really cool, well, literally my favorite. What is <laughs> what is her name? 
Um, she's so good. Oh, blanking. Her real yeah, name she... is uh, Jungnam Kim, but I can't remember her name in this. I, later on, she calls herself Lin, um, so I just started calling her that in my notes when I went through them a second time. But yeah, she's she's great. Like right away out of the gate, she's like, "Oh, Dad, I'm not so good," <laughs> you know. And then they train together the whole time, and it's uh, it's cute, you know. They go to the Korean festival and and stuff, and it's a pretty fun little interlude in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And then so what's cool about it is I'm, I'm sure you got it written down there is this that sequence where it comes up where he starts to to use calligraphy as a means of yeah. teaching him martial arts, which is cool. You know, I mean, he's taking this idea this is where the sort of martial arts comes back into it and you know imitating the actual movements of the calligraphy itself very you know wax on wax off karate kid style you know but it was cool you know not that i don't even think it really manifested into anything later in the movie but as a moment it was pretty interesting yeah you're right you know bruce lee just had his like weird thing where he would look like he's extra concentrating with his fingers all fucked up and that's when you knew he was serious otherwise it would have been cool like what if they didn't affect that he did a move and then it showed the letters writing out something or i don't know they could have played with that and had fun with it and Done something. Yeah, they might have been setting up to do it and then just didn't carry it off. But it was it was definitely you know interesting to to get the see the idea of it. And this is where plot fails us a little bit because the Japanese decide to go to Korea to find him. Right, right. <laughs> so they show up in Korea, and um, well, first off, they list off like we don't have to worry about it. I've got the five best fighters in the world, and they go through them, and it's like four guys that look totally ridiculous. Well, one guy looked cool, but it's, okay, so three guys that look ridiculously weak, one guy that looks cool, and Bolo, of course. So you're like, all right, well, whatever. That should be no problem. I've selected the five best experts. This man is the best there is in karate. He's been champion 15 years now. He goes by the name of Alaka. This is the Chinese fighter known as Liu Lam. He's good with his feet and palms. Here's another champion who's won all of his fights, Lam Chi Chu. He's expert at jujitsu. I don't care what your difficulties are. You bring back Ching Ling to me here in a sack. <laughs> On no account are you to use guns. Do I make myself perfectly clear? Overcome him with fighting skills. Let him feel karate chop for real this time. Yes, General. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then they fight the Korean master, um, and he does a really good job kicking some ass. I forgot how they took him down. It must have been another cheat. Well, he doesn't quite die because they just beat the crap okay. out of him. And yeah. Yeah, so they just. And then, the of course, they're. Yeah, and they've got. And and I don't know if you saw the version where Bolo's in there having the Bolo rape moment. Right, I, I wrote, <laughs> have that. That's the next line in my notes Bolo the rapist. Yeah, so now oh, they're yeah. suddenly torturing people i don't know who they are it's a guy right got like a i think it's yeah i think it's just a person nearby or something it's just like let's just set them up as being as bad as we can <laughs> they say, know, yeah they're the, just showing the oppressive japanese played by chinese yeah and it's just it was gross it was just so typically rapey gross and you know bolo's 
it, it's sort of weird. He's like on top of it, she's screaming no. The guy's sitting there having to watch it and you'll know. And all he's really doing is like clothed, I mean shirtless of course, but clothed, slowly moving up her body. <laughs> but then of yeah. course, they, he comes out and he's like, how was it? And Bolo gives him the big Bolo thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Uh, so then we get to, um, I think, a really good fight. It's uh, Bolo and his pals versus Bruce and whatever her name is. I'm, I'm going to keep calling her Lynn because that's her prostitute name later. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty good fight. Escape. Um, we get to the. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and there's a great line in there where, he's, where he jumps in front of all three of them and he goes, well, I reckon it's curtain times for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was awesome. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I had subtitles on for it, too. And the subtitles looked like... Oh, did you? They didn't match oh, the, the actual words. They matched a different... Um, so what I think they did is, like you said, the original was a German cut that cut out some um, violent scenes. And right. I think as time went on, that was still like in the track. So I think it was German that was translated to English because some of the, the phrases were phrased like German would be phrased. So they were. Oh, yeah. Interesting. It was very weird. So it was a good point because that's where the print, the widescreen print would have come from, would have been German. Yeah. So I think that somebody used, like, I wouldn't say Amazon, some production company used something, some sort of auto translate to try to make an English track for it. And it just looks like shit. I mean, Mm. some of the stuff matched up pretty well, but in other words, yeah, it just wasn't good. But that said, Mm. yeah. um, Funny that, yeah, that was a great line. Well, and, and, the uh you're we're at the point you're you're we're i guess we're discussing where he he fights bolo and and does bolo in right yep absolutely yeah yeah which is great because you know they they haul him up in that tree by his hands and then bruce lay does that straight across flying sidekick that dragon lee was doing through the real bruce lee you know it's there's just no there's no level change it's just he it's like floating right across on some wires yeah <laughs> it's just the best that was the best. Yeah, it was really weird, yeah. like because they they were having trouble overpowering him. In fact, they did the classic thing where she went up to him, she kicked him, nothing happened. She punched him as hard as she could in the stomach, nothing happened. So then they yeah. had to get creative with the you know wrapping up. But that was funny. Yeah, I don't know. It was, he it looked like he was on a swing. He like swung into him. It was badass. Yeah, too. <laughs> I had fun with that. Um, okay, so then we get back to I guess we're back in China and there's a parade. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then we get the general come to watch it. Yeah. General's pissed. He's beating up all of his own friends again. Uh, you know, all of his homies. He's like, "Oh, we failed again. The five yeah. super fighters are all dead." So he just starts beating the hell out of the other guy, the, the other good guy. I don't the know. remaining, yeah, yeah Cheng Dao, who's, okay. who we see in every every movie. Right, exactly. I know him, and who will, he'll return in part two as a different character. Also, That's awesome. so I, I think they were probably in Korea shooting. So they said, "Well, let's keep." Just keep you here yeah, for let's, another couple weeks. Put your hair, part your hair left instead of right. Yeah, <laughs> they make make it white hair in this one. <laughs> totally different man. That's funny. So then we get a little bit of weird plot stuff going on. This did this didn't matter at all. Like kind of the movie's already on. I guess we could just keep fighting, but we had we needed a reason to come back. And in this case, it was something like. Um, we need the, the these are pictures of people like the list I, yeah when i first saw it they were showing yeah, all these the photos, photos. Are, the photos are great like it just do not look like they should have been nice glossy photos right. back in the, right. <laughs> the early 1900s yeah so and at first i thought it was like a list of i'm like a photos of like visiting dignitaries or something so i'm like i don't know what the hell's going on here but later on they say oh it's resistance fighters 
And if we can yeah. get who they are, we can overthrow the Japanese. So. Well, and, they, and earlier when they meet Master Poe, they say, have you seen this man? And they show the picture of Bruce Lee, and he's like all posed, and it's like an on-set shot. <laughs> so great. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, well, so, um, yeah, uh, we get to the, finally to the general, this really nice dinner, uh, geishas, yeah. and then Lynn comes up as a prostitute or whatever. And uh, yeah. um, then we get to the best scene. She She's, like, coming on to him. She, like, covers his head, knocks him out starts looking for the photos but then they hear her for some reason i forgot like she drops something she like, knocks over yeah. a vase or something just, or bangs into something right which, so suddenly which is great <laughs> that shot that's great because there's that door all the doors open yeah. like right after each other it's such a cool another great photographic moment yeah yeah i'm like wait first door guy with the yep. katana next door i was like holy shit and then i thought okay so now they're making it because right at first she's just like oh oh don't hurt me and I thought, oh my God, she just she forgot that she knows Taekwondo martial arts. Right? Yeah, so she's just gonna be weak. But then she kicks ass. All I wrote in my notes is, "Holy shit, Lin!" Hello, I'm Kaiwilan. Wow, the general sure looks as if he's gonna enjoy himself tonight. Because Lin. Or whatever her name is, she's like she's straight up Bruce Lee from the Big Boss. When I'm like, remember there's that point where everyone's just doing kung fu, but finally Bruce gets a knife and just starts stabbing people. Like he's literally yeah. murdering people. That's what happened. She's just she's like, all right, bring a katana to a to a fist fight. I'm gonna go ahead and stab you guys. So yeah, she took down that whole freaking room. There were like two guys yeah. left, and they were both wounded, and they were about to get her. And she did this cool move with her feet to kind of stop the sword, which she probably could have just taken them all out. But then Bruce, of course, flew through the Wheel, paper windows. Yeah, yeah, kicked him in the face. I loved that. It's good. This, yeah, that's actually where he is, that line, or coming up where... Well, it's great here, too, is that he's... He, there's a couple moments where he runs over guys' heads. Like, that's the way he's beating them. He <laughs> runs outside when he comes over, and then... He, and then he gets, and then we get this sort of moment where Nick Chung shows up again. Like he just pops up in Korea. Yeah, I was and wondering about that. Here he is, and then one of the Due Makia scenes, he, he gets killed in like two seconds. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> he, he had to deliver friend. the plot to Bruce yeah, that he needs true. to that's get it. the stuff. Yeah. He's all like katana poked, just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Which is great because then when he runs in and he finds Lynn. Um, she'd been kicking ass again another great moment like they, he almost got her and then she like she whipped oh these balls that she had like it tied in her hair so her hair became a weapon and she just oh did, that was great she, yeah, yeah she's smacking him around because earlier i forgot to even mention the moment that she surprises everybody they're about to kill her and she does the same thing reaches into her hair you know as women just it's like their toolbox she pulls out this green knifey thing and just stabs the dude straight in the arm i was like oh okay i guess she didn't yeah. forget that she knows yeah and then all the way up to here she manages to live she's pretty much like telling him go on Bruce, go on without me but it's only because she's tired <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i thought about this whole movie bruce is non-stop like i would be so tired but he just keeps fighting and fighting and fighting. Well, that's it'll make up for it in the next one because I think he spends the first 45 minutes of the other one lying in bed. So it <laughs> kind of makes up for it. That's perfect. Yeah, because this one, because <laughs> yeah. right after the Lynn stuff, go after them. 
he just chases these three guys and he chases them forever. And really- yeah, it's another. Well, that's another. This is a great moment of that. What you know, I call the dash and bash sequence, where you know you run, you dash around, then you stop in a great location, and then you bash each other a bunch of times. And and that's what they do here. You know, they they picked like four really scenic locations that these guys just would run and stop at it was and nice. do a little fight and take off. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, there was the village, uh, which was I don't know, it was some sort of like it looked like a farming operation. And yeah. then they went off in the field. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was good. Hey, so there's just a bunch of that. And we got we also have that great moment again with the um don't forget we uh, you probably had in your notes the uh X ray comes in again on this one where he breaks somebody's spine. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's such a great effect. When was the first one we saw that in? Because I think it was my first uh, time ever. Yeah, what was it? Which one did you see? It's, it's used a few times. Right. My first um, time ever, of course, was the Terry Zaruki, you know. Um, oh, well, yeah, the Street, street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think then I saw this one, and it was just an old, yeah, I don't know which one it was. I don't think it was Deadly Fingers. It could have been. No, you know, I don't. did we watch the one where he's in the Coliseum at the end? Um, yeah. Blanking, I want to call it uh, mm-hmm. not Challenge of the Tiger, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's used a couple of okay, times. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. I love that. That was great. Yeah, so then he's just chasing the one dude. And this is when I hadn't, I mean, I had noticed the breath, but then I'm like, there's snow. There's really snow. And I couldn't quite get what this dude was doing because he's eating the snow. And I thought it was giving him back Right. It, it was like their hands were cold and then he reaches down. And I, for a minute, I thought, is that salt or is that snow? I right. I thought it was me. Yeah, like, I've always wondered that. Yeah. I thought it was like sand at first. And then he started putting it in his mouth. And I'm like, okay, that's got to be snow. Until he yeah. throws it in the guy and throws it in Bruce's eyes, and then I'm like, right. well, "Is it sand again?" Because that's you know, blood sport. Yeah. But then yeah, I think it's snow. And that was what the whole cold was, yeah. I guess. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, he finally um, they chase around a little more. We said, "Watch this army coming," and I'm like, "I don't know what the hell this is all about." Viejo, any more fools who think their martial arts can beat my kung fu? Then let them step out here. Mr. Mayfudai, will you teach him to mind his manners incidentally when you fight? You'd better use all the skills at your command. We, the final dude, he finally gets in, which was a really, really long battle. So now it's time for the Silver Surfers. Those guys, they were like straight out of Lone Wolf and Cub. You know, the Iron Dudes? Right. Yeah, yeah the, fa- the like, father and son team. Yeah, totally. I was like, holy cow! Yeah, that was great. Oh, and there was a father and son. I was wondering why they were both white-haired, but one looked young and one looked old. Yeah, one of them was also in. Um, um, uh, I think it was Enter. Was it Enter the Game of Death? He, he was in a couple of them. Uh, forget his name, but they, again, they're Korean actors. The so younger one, you know this. Yeah, yeah, he I looked familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. totally. Well, that was cool. Yeah, so this fight went on way too long. Unfortunately, like I feel like they could have just wrapped it up but they wanted to throw too many gimmicky things in like the the belt buckle uh mirror yeah. and, and the hands the hands yeah and we cool. got well and we got a moment finally for for bruce to pull out his new chakus which they've been saving I to the know. very end of the movie yeah which is funny because here's the thing he has the nunchakus they get him with the foot things they hold him up he uses them to escape he disarms them of their hand things now he's still kind of nunchaku all he has to do is go knock him out, knock this out. And he's like, no, nah, I'm done with those. I'm going to now just get back to regular fighting. 
Which I guess is that idea of that honor again. Like, all right, your, your weapons are out. Uh, now mine's, you know, mine's yeah. done. So, you, have you, know, it, you have it dead on, right? Yeah, he carries that through to the last line of the movie, too. So, which, I mean, we're almost there, except right before we get to that final line, which I'm going to let you talk about this whole ending and how they compare. But there's the longest uh, death scene of all time. It's like the joke that you sometimes uh, see of the guy. That's, oh! that's the shot. Right. That's exactly it. That's the shot where Bruce is in the middle and they're on yeah. either side. And he's, yeah. he's like done the, they've, they've actually killed each other in a sense. Right. They did they the, heart grab, the heart grab yeah. of iron. <laughs> right. And they're ta- and because it's already in slow motion and they're already sort of milking their death as the case is, it is going on for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. It went on forever. Yeah. Yeah, there was a point where I'm watching him slowly, like, turn, and it's all slow motion. And on my Amazon remote, I hit 10 seconds further, and they're still doing it. And I hit 10 seconds further, and they were still doing it. And I'm like, holy shit. I could have sat for 20 more seconds watching them slowly twist and turn to death. Like, that was their highlight. That was their big Michael Bay explosion. And I'm just glad I didn't have to see it. So, they got yeah, for technology. Well, they, pro- they were trying to make 85 minutes, and they were- <laughs> Just about 84, you know, 22. I think you're right. Yeah, they were just going to town. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so you give the final here because then... Uh, well, yeah. yeah, so here he's beating these two guys. Now he's facing his, you know, the general who's who's been, you know, coming after him because of the, the death of his son, essentially. That's his revenge motive. And, and then Lee turns to them and his sharpshooters, which we've got, you know, I don't know how many guys have got there, like 30 guys. And he says something to the effect of, you know, by the force of your arms you have taken over korea and occupied my country and but china will not be conquered in spirit and and then as he's getting ready to walk off and go back to shanghai you know to pick up where and open up the chingu schools again he says if you shoot me in the back you know you are not a samurai yeah as surely as there's a god in heaven you japanese are going to pay for all of this by force of arms you've taken over korea and occupied our country of China, but we are unconquered in spirit. We'll never surrender. No, I shall be leaving here for Shanghai to carry out the wish of my dear old teacher before he died. Open the gyms. I'll turn my back. Since you cannot overcome my skill and my spirit, then why not shoot me? You're not a samurai if you pull that trigger. I'm leaving. And this is why the film, and, you know, we're giving away the ending for those who haven't seen it, so you, you turn it off now. But, you know, then he starts to walk, and it's kind of an interesting moment because there's been so much of this honor back and forth. Bruce Lee's always sort of giving them the credit, you know, the, uh, giving them the floor in a way. You know, come meet me here, let's do this. And then he was walking away, and there's a long pause, and then the general's like, fire. <laughs> they just open up on him and just shoot him right in the back. Did they, though? Because the version I saw, they just seemed to shoot the ground beneath his feet. Okay, well, here's the thing. There are, they, there is different versions of this. Okay. There, there, so there's ones, I think there are two other versions. You where, watched him getting killed. Yeah, he gets killed. I mean, he's <sighs> clearly shot in one version. You see him taking the hits and throwing his arms up in the air. And again, it's replicating the end of Fist of Fury. Except you know, we're, we're, that Bruce in that is actually saying, fuck you. He's running at him. Like, bring it on. Right, so they changed it. I mean, they definitely changed it, but they still set him up as being the martyr of here. Course. You know, it's sort of like, hey, honor, honor. You want to show him you got honor, but just not in the where Bruce is a little more rebellious and I'm going to run at you guys. Totally. And he's and Bruce is more or less being shot by his own people in, in Fist of Fury. They're the Chinese police. Yeah. Um, uh, so... 
there there's another version where they just see the guns going off and you don't really see what they're hitting, which is the one, I think the one you're talking about. And then there is a third one where they he just stands there and watches Bruce walk off and then it just ends. Oh, see, so this one he may have been, he, maybe he did get hit and it's the one you're talking about. But it looked like you saw all these, whatever they use, like whatever like sand ground squibs there are. The ground yeah, just starts the, popping like crazy. Yeah, they just fire pellets at the ground. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what was happening. Out. But he's like standing there, I'm like... All these guys are missing, but he also seemed like, holy shit, so it probably was meant to be that he was getting hit. I just, just like, you could run faster and maybe outrun these bullets because they're not good. Well, and right, and, and and part two opens up immediately with the general, and, and then he's being told, you know, Bruce Lee survived, and so now yeah. like, oh, okay. And right. he's also sulking about his son of, in the beginning of, of, the, of the, yeah, so. Um, which he, it's, which it's he did It's one of the it. few. What's that? He yeah, well, it. exactly. I mean, he kind of disowned him, and now he's sulking about it. I mean, he's a he's a pretty messed up uh, individual for sure. But th- this is one of the the few Bruce Ploitation films that actually had a sequel within Bruce Ploitation. You know, that was direct sequel. It's not like you know where they there's a Fist of Fury three that's essentially a sequel to Fist of Fury two, but it's not really right. exactly a, a sequel. So yeah, and they just knew um, they still had the name, so they're like, let's keep this going. Yeah, right. let's, let's keep it up. Well, that's fair. Okay, so, yeah, great movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I don't think number two is going to be as good, but that's the point that they made a number two because I think this it's, was Yeah, it's not quite as, yeah, it's not as, I don't even know if, um, there's another uh, Korean director named uh, Cho Song, I think, who gets credited sometimes for lending his his hand in some of this so it may be that there was a little bit of duties being passed back and forth between each other by the mm-hmm. time they got to part two and part one so well surprisingly not a lot of brucisms the obvious ones that you saw the hair the clothes he uh, mm-hmm. nose flicks like three or four times no cat sounds for the most part it's pretty much just him doing the thing and all the things that are obvious brucisms that it's a fist of fury wannabe and fist of fury wannabe and stuff like that but like him himself he wasn't really playing it up all that hard. I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. He didn't actually lapse into doing a lot of the the noises until right. the very end. I mean, he's he's you know doing a little bit of his posing and a little bit of his nose thumbing, but it's not very much. No. And uh, so, you know, which is it's no Dragon Lee. I think I'm getting spoiled. Oh, I'm getting yeah, spoiled. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few. There's a few of Bruce Lee's giving him a run for his money. But you're right. In this one, he was more subdued in that regard. Yeah, you could tell he was meant to be Bruce Lee. But also, he wasn't just trying to act it up. He he spent most of the time, I think, just doing kung fu. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many lines he had, like two. Yeah, it wasn't you know there's that's why this kind of film stands out a little bit is that there's this probably an equal amount of focus on the bad guys and what they're going through right. mentally as it is him. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. yeah, everyone was leading him places, but he didn't have a lot to say or do. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, yeah. that's true. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, what about we're here to the point of news? What you got for us? Anything? Anything good? Well, anybody in LA? I, the, coming up, they got the triple Lee Sonam feature. It's he's back by popular demand at the New Beverly in Los Angeles. I think it's April twenty sixth. I want to uh, say. Um, I've been trying to give them some of my uh, some stuff for for their promoting because you know their Tarantino just has uh, happens to have. Uh, a 35 millimeter print of Fist of Fury 2, Part 2, with Bruce Lai, 
one of my all-time favorite movies in general, The Hot, The Cool, and The Vicious. I just love this film. I, I want to see enough. that. I, I haven't seen it on the big screen since I was a kid, so I'm definitely, I'll definitely be there. And then um, uh, one of uh, Don Wong Dao's, uh, what, is, what is it called? Uh, um, Eagle Fist, or I can't, I'm blanking on the title, but a third one too, which I, I don't think I'll make it through all three, but I <laughs> I will go see Bruce, um, uh, Fist of Fury Part Two and and um hot cool and the vicious for sure nice yeah i'm still looking forward to seeing that i first i love the good the bad and the ugly i've seen it probably i don't know 30 times in fact twice in the theater when i find places that show it i mean it's just the most delightful thing to watch it's oh it's so good amazing so i love anything that kind of plays homage but um i was telling you that they were going to do the lake fighters again but they're not he um changed it up and he did at the hollywood theater here in portland oregon he did um Shaolin challenges ninja, um, and this is, I guess, the only Shaolin versus ninja. No, they said he is Shaolin challenges ninja. Um, he said it's the mm-hmm. only known and recently discovered thirty-five millimeter print of this masterpiece. It's uh, you may know every that... movie that Dan has. I love Dan. Yeah, no, every one he's got is the only <laughs> known print. The only known print. Oh, I'm you're like, so well, dead on. It's the only one you know. <laughs> no, but it's it's true. I mean, the the rally is. Because he is he he did rescue a, a large number of film prints from a Chinese theater that just happened to get passed over mm-hmm. when Mona Fong was going around back in the I don't know when it was the eighties or something and destroying every film print of every kung fu movie Shit. ever made. So in many ways, he does have very hard to find film prints. I don't know if they're always necessarily the only ones, but he's certainly going to be one of the ones that has one of the remaining. You know, they're in pretty good shape. Most of his. His prints are very Well, I'll throw this out. Um, You tell me if it's the one you were talking about. It's directed by the same guy that does the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, uh, Lao Kar Lung. Oh, right. No, no. Yeah, it's a different uh, one. Well, there is Shaolin versus Lama, which is what I was thinking of, which is Lee So Nam. But uh, he's he's got a number of the Shaw brothers. Well, the reason he decided to do this is because um, in a couple weeks, or maybe it's even like three weeks, he has uh, Riza of Wu-Tang Clan coming, and he's going to do music. He's going to play music over the 36 Chambers. Oh wow! Yeah, it was. It, That's very cool. It was a little too pricey for me, so I get to skip out on that. But it was totally up my oh, alley because right. I love Lutein Clan and I, I like. Kung they up the uh, admission price, I guess. They huh? did. Yeah, it was seventy-five yeah. bucks a person, and oh boy, yeah. And well, it, I guess it's like a concert, as right? Yeah, and I just wouldn't pay for that concert. Um, but yeah, whatever. That's why he did it. So now um, it's going to be a different one, but hopefully we get to see the Lake Fighters on the big screen again. That is cool, yeah. I'll definitely come. You let me know. I'll be there. You know it, or or anything. I'll be there. I'll be I'll be there with bells on my kung fu legs. <laughs> cling, cling, <wah! laughs> All right. Well, I'll remind everybody we have a phone number. It's four two four two five seven zero three four four, and for Ian Lee, it's four two four two five seven zero three four four. No, I'm just kidding. He Whoa. he gave me. Sh- Give me shit for like um, going way yeah. too fast with the phone number because I'm a spaz. Everyone who knows me knows it. I'm it's in work and in play. I can have like a an hour long meeting yeah. like I did today, and I'm done in 15 minutes. I'm like, anybody have questions? And they're all just like, oh, what did he say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, call us. Uh, let us know what you uh, thought of thought of this one, uh, and we'll talk about it in the next one. Yeah, give us a buzz. What the heck. Yeah, uh, let's see. What is our next one? What are we doing? Well, I, I figured you might want to just follow this one up. What do you say? Keep it in the, in the ballpark. You want to do part two let's while do it's still it. fresh in your mind? If you guys are watching know. it with us, you guys can be ready for the next one. Watch it ahead of time. Be like, I saw the first. I'm doing the second. 
yeah, I have a feeling it's it's going to be more of a challenge of the tiger, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I'll, it. I'll do my best. No, it's good. You'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, you know, it's just more stuff for me to be like. Eh, I think they were trying a little too hard here there, but no, I love these. I love these films. <laughs> this one was really good. This one is good. not. It's up definitely yeah. in my top ten now. Uh, this one I could yeah easily, easily watch it again. It's a rewatch, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you, Michael. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna throw lots of clips in here. Uh, you guys will have already heard all that, but um, yeah, this was a good one. And uh, watch it and enjoy it. And until next time. All right, buddy. See you soon. See you soon.